1162, a man jumped to the moon. In 491, Galileo made the sun. In 1287, was the first ever Kevin. In 1919, Martin Sheen became queen. Something's after going on. What's the crack with this thing? All kinds of carry on. Look what's after happening. Hello! And welcome to Look What's After Happening, uh, the podcast about history and mysteries and the mystery of history. Well, we're mainly a history podcast, but we do dabble in, in mystery occasionally. Um, you, We Do Dabble was the name of your um, <laughs> was the name of your jazz band where you did scat singing, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, We Do Dabble. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the We Do Dabble um, back and dancers. Quartet. Backing dancers. So it was a jazz band with backing dancers. They were they were dancing along to freeform jazz. The poor divots. They, they, they would be wrecked, and they were never they in would unison. Be in bits tangled up in into each other, just all going in different directions at different times. Certainly. We they would have to try and figure out what to do along with that. They would, and um, Cheryl, bless her, there wasn't a night that Cheryl didn't yeah. pop, her, pop her knee out Cheryl Baker. and had to pop it back in because she would give it socks. She'd be flipping around. Um, we'd have, she would lose her socks many times, yeah. Which she would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She would, um, you know, she'd be trying to keep up with the flute. Um, so that yeah. was... You kept telling her, don't try and keep up with the flute. Yeah. The flute is going... 90 miles an hour. Yeah. Just, you just stick with the bass. The bass is fine. Cheryl. Or the drums even. But, the, you know, it's Jake Scutts was on the flute. <laughs> Scutts. Yeah. How did he get his name again? Well, the music flies out of him. Yes, right. They call him the Scutts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He vomited into his own flute. Uh, <laughs> and he... Several times on stage, didn't he? He did, yeah. And it's not easy to do because the flute is a tiny little hole. So, yeah. um, but... the Beautiful note. Beautiful note when he when he vomited into it. It became his signature. Yes. It really lit- did. Literally, yeah. He used to sign documents with it. <laughs> yeah. Audio, he would be like, uh, I can only sign documents with an audio signature these days. So take a listen to this. Well, this is it. That was why they wouldn't let him pick up the check whenever they were out eating. No, no, Jake no. would be like, oh, I'll, I'll take this. Don't worry, lads, I'll get this. No, it's all right, let Jake. Let me sign a check okay. for you. Uh, yeah, the lawyers would calmly wait for him to finish uh, like a 15 minute solo and then say, no, we, we do need your actual signature on that, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> this is a legal document. And he'd be like, oh, well, fair enough this time. But next time. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah next, next time. time. Certainly. Yeah, we'll think about it next time. Um, yeah. So anyway, poor um, Cheryl. Was trying Cheryl. to keep up with Jake. Cheryl Baker, yeah. Cheryl Baker would, would try and keep up with Jake. Yeah. And uh, she'd throw, she'd be doing her kind of shimmy and her knee would pop right out of her leg. And you could see it. Like it was held in by the skin, but it would nearly, it would nearly leave her body and then come but back. But people loved it. Well, again. There would be like snaps from the audience whenever she did it. Yeah. Once her kneecap snapped and it, it did it, once <laughs> it flew out, it would make a big snap and then it would it'd rattle like a castanet. And it became mm. part of the rhythm section yeah, yeah, of yeah. Um, of our little band, um, yeah. the Doobies. What were we called? <laughs> the Doodabbles. The Doodabbles. Yeah, the Doodabbles. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, yeah, she ended up, she had to retire from the dancing, but we ended up um, yeah. putting her in the percussion section. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best place for her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, was that before or after she entered the Eurovision with Bucks Fizz? Oh, that was... 
we got her um, after Bucks Fizz. Oh yeah. So once once her she was such a bright star, they really thought she was going yeah. to be the they did yeah. the, you know oh, God, the, yeah. the next knees of Irish entertainment. Yeah. Um. You know that's what they had her as. Um. After obviously after Brendan Grace, and um. Yes. Well, Brendan Grace uh, retired with dignity in that realm. Uh, you know with. An honourable discharge is what they called it. Yeah, they said, listen, that's 40 years now that your knees have been the face or the knees of uh, the Irish industry. So yeah. we need to pass it the It was confusing because <laughs> he's quite a knee-faced man. You know? So sometimes if, if the photo zoomed in enough, you're like, oh, there's Brendan Grace. Oh, no, that's Brendan Grace's knees. Very hairy knees. Uh, and uh, pull back and reveal and you're like oh very good there very good is. Yeah. yeah he used to wear little shorts on his knees he did yeah little little boy's cap little boy's yeah. cap on the top of his knee <laughs> yeah then his his manicured beard on the bottom of his kneecap and then a pair yeah. of shorts just hanging loose there underneath yeah, um, yeah and that it ended up being a kind of it was almost like an optical illusion where you always felt like you were zooming out of Brendan Grace <laughs> yeah he was a um, like a kaleidoscope. Fractal. Yeah, he was, he was a fractal. fractal. <laughs> Brendan Grace was a fractal back in the day. He yeah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before his later years, before- the Mandelbrot set of comedy they called him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that that's a very niche joke for a niche that audience. Is, that's a that's the famous <laughs> fractal that you've seen. That if you keep zooming in, it keeps going into its. You know, you keep seeing the same thing. And what's that called again? The Mandelbrot set. The Mandelbrot. Good old Mandelbrot came up with an old fractal set there. And uh, if you Google that now, you'll recognize it, believe it or not. You'll be like, oh, that one, I know it, yeah. You think you don't know it now, but you do. You it's don't know the name for it. It's one of those Like things. the knees of Brendan Grace. You're like, I don't know what his knees look like. And then you're like, oh, I do, yeah, of course. Um, how are you getting on? You were saying that you've you've gotten some fan mail this week. Yes, we will... Um, it kind of, we got fan mail, I suppose. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it was very nice for people to write in. Someone someone here, I have a letter here. Uh, dear Killian and Colin, mm-hmm. uh, all the best um, with the podcast. Love to hear uh, about um, all your jackets. And uh, if there's a fish, I'd take it. So that's from uh, Teddy. Have we met a Teddy? Uh, no, he says, Teddy, um, just says here, uh, Teddy, I'm a big man, but I have uh, my own toothbrush. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> everybody remarks on my eyebrows, but I don't. I think they're fine. This is what he's also put up after he signed how, it. This is how he signs it, yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> uh, bricks make me horny. O'Rourke. Teddy O'Rourke. It's all those. It was just in between those two. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like a nickname for himself. Yeah, I guess. I guess it is. A lot in there. A lot in there. So he's got uh, people remarking his eyebrows. Uh, He has his own toothbrush. Don't worry about that. Well, if I was to read between the lines, maybe he sounds like he would um, be asking what jackets we wear. You know, like influencers. Yes. He says he loves to hear about our jackets. So I guess we've talked about them before. I don't remember, but um, just a quick jacket update. Jacket update. I'm still wearing my kind of oil skin. Yeah. Just a kind of uh, a petroleum green kind of oil skin. Just a very, 
just a wet, just a wet, wet jacket. Really, really strong smelling oils. Quite oily. Like very, you very say oily. oil skin, but it is covered in oil. Oh, it's, it's just head to toe dripping in oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's that's to stop the water getting through, you see, because it, it, it's so thick with with um with oil that uh the water you could just... almost call it tar <laughs> you, you could i suppose in certain <laughs> yeah, there is very thick yeah there is a, a real stench of tarmacadam off it um you how often do you get stuck to the uh, car seat well it's at the point now where i actually have a little bit of an outline so that's hardened onto the seat and i don't i no longer get stuck it's like my little booth I just sort of sink yeah. into the same place now oh, every time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it was, but you are carrying a fair amount of foam around you on the back of the jacket <laughs> when you leave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, the, it's like a chair anywhere I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, anywhere I go now, I have my own little armchair. Yeah. Stuck to my arms and back. <laughs> oh, it's on the arms as well, yeah. Oh, it is. Well, the whole way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm in. I'm in my, my oil skin. I don't think it has a brand... I, I'm, I'm not really Where did you find that then? No brand No br- Well I, f- I That's it I found it I uh, I found it It was just in a Just in a bin Someone had just left it there Now it didn't have sleeves I had to poke a couple of he- sleeves into it But um, Did you or Were you the one that put the Oil on it? Was it just a bin bag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're nodding there Yeah 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 It was, uh, it was a bin bag I stuck my feet My hands through <laughs> You stuck d- your feet? <laughs> Why did you take your feet through it? <laughs> well, I, w- I was going to wear it like a, like a full body suit. That was the plan. Sort of yeah. like, um, kind of like a Mexican wrestler, like a singlet. Just sort of like okay. slip it on. So you went feet through the bottom part of it. Feet through the bottom, yeah. Yeah. And that and just then, ripped the whole bottom of the bag. Yeah. So then so it, it ended up being a kind of like poncho thing. It's a poncho. I have a, I have a plastic bag poncho covered in oil. Oil and bitumen, yeah tar and uh yeah foam from the seat of your truck chair yeah and what are you in uh well this is a uh velour um mac all right uh that uh, has been designed for me by um john russia the john russia or like a man called john russia uh well both um, he oh, is, he is called, called, he is called John, John Russia, Russia, but it is that, that's something I discovered along the way is that John Russia's name is John Russia, and, and he's a man called John Russia. Mm. Yeah, I had to clarify that with him straight off. I was like, "Is this some kind of title?" And he said, "No, that's my name." And uh, I said, "Great. Well, uh, listen, I need a new coat. Mm. Um, I would love it to be able to go for a ramble in it around the countryside, but also just be kind of." you know, exciting to look at. So, uh, And yeah, it is so very you, exciting to look at, if you don't mind me saying. Like it has, yeah. you know, it's got a screen on the back of people there. Are, people are booking tickets to come and take a look at the jacket. Yeah, you have a little screen on the back. You, you show they've, Pixar movies. Yeah, they've started asking me to interpret their dreams, uh, which... <laughs> Who? Yeah. The people that follow uh, you? The king of Egypt uh, has come down. Has come and, down? Uh, where was he? Yeah, he, he headed over and he was like, listen, I hear, I hear you're the new fellow with the amazing technical dream coat. And I said, ah, listen, um, he said, I had a, I had a dream uh, about uh, sheaves of corn and uh, fat cows and skinny cows. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it sounds like you, you've got problems with, uh, you cows. know, 
with your cows, but also, Joe, just the way you were raised with your parents. And I think you got some issues there that you need to work through. And he was like, great, thanks very much. Well, I mean, that's pretty much that response would work for most people, I would say, that you've some issues with how you were raised. Yeah. And you need to work on your relationship with your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least work through it. Yeah, that's, uh, so th- I mean, I just found it, uh, like, while he was telling me this, I slipped uh, a little book under the table uh, of psychology because I was like, oh God, right, i got to come up with something now about mm. this dream. And uh, that's, yeah, that was one of the first pages I came across was like, uh, problems with parents, question mark, issues uh, on how he was raised, needs to work on that. And uh, yeah, so I said that to him and uh, he was delighted. Yeah, paid me a million. (sighs) Trying to remember (laughs) what currency Egypt has, but... uh, The Egyptian Tsar. Yeah, he paid me a million Tsars. Wow, that's excellent. Yeah, good going. I'm not sure how to convert them or what they are or... You know, but uh, they're they're sitting there now. Uh, it looks like he hand drew him hand drew them himself. Um, it's the Egyptian pound, would you believe? <laughs> you sound disappointed. Well, it's just I expected something a little bit more exotic. Yeah, I think that's why I couldn't remember it earlier. But luckily enough, he didn't pay me in pounds; he paid me in sours. That's great. So they say I've got a million of them. They say one sour each on them. Uh, he wrote them out himself. And so, yeah, so I, I'm trying to figure out. I've taken them down to the Bureau de Change uh, down in the village and um, they, they're they're looking into it. They're not sure what the conversion rate is for mm. a currency that seems to be made up by someone who claimed to be the king of Egypt. So this this man, just to be clear, he's not, because we know there isn't a king of Egypt at the minute. Um, so he is a man who claimed to be a king of Egypt, came down... Egypt? <laughs> yeah, well, he did. That might have been what he said to me, and I <laughs> misinterpreted it. Yeah, he was the king of Egypt. King of Egypt's. Well, there you go. He paid you in sars, which is a made-up currency. So we created a currency and gave you a million of them. Yeah, who's Who, Egypt now? Who's Egypt? Exactly. I mean, if you get fooled by the king of Egypt, I think you're the king of Egypt's. Well, it's, is that what it is? You know, in the same way yeah. that, like, if you kill Santa Claus, you become Santa Claus, uh, which is the plot of the Santa Claus. Um, so maybe if yeah. you're if you're bested by the king of Egypt's, you now take the mantle. Is that what your crown is? Is that what the crown oh, is? Oh no, that's a different thing. Oh, is it a different joke altogether? Okay, right. Um, a different what? Oh, yoke. Different joke. Um, no, it's uh, that I got for dancing. All right, Lord of the Dance. Uh, no, it just uh, there was a dancing competition down the town, headed down, uh, got a crown. Uh, everyone around said. You're Jeez, the best you can get at, down. at getting down. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that's the getting down crown. The getting down crown, yeah. I believe uh, I believe you, uh, you've got yourself a gun. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have. Yeah, 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 I have. Um, I was out at a stag do last week. Oh, this isn't another hot gun that you've been asked to just hold on to by one of the, one of the lads that you've befriended recently, is it? Well, it is and it isn't. So, uh, so we were having a chat. Basically, we went on a, uh, a Zoom stag do where we oh, went yeah. to a shooting range. And the only way we could do it is if every, um, every one of us went to a different shooting range and we zoomed in. Yeah. Like, legally, that was the only thing we could do. Right. So uh, I, I went up to the one in, in Wicklow, which is close enough to us. And um, your man 
it went fine. Like the the actual stag do was fine, but afterwards, that's, to be fair, to be fair, that's the best you can ask for from a stag too. Is it went fine? Oh, it went fine. You know, like you know. listen. Actually, there was there was less hospitalizations than I'm used to. Um, Disappointed. Um, well, I'm very often the one that ends up in hospital. So from my point of view, no. Uh, yeah. You know, it was very good. Uh, great, great to. But it helps start. you to mark mark the uh, the the stag doos and just be like, oh yeah, that was the one where I ended up uh, <laughs> with my nose uh, <laughs> yeah. shattered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a yeah. lot of people might um, get tattoos over their body in order to sort of remind them of important life events. I yeah. can look at the various scars and uh, replacements that I have in my body yeah. as as a as a timeline of some of my sessions. Yeah, some of them. I mean, is it is it possible to tell them apart from uh, you know the other things that just naturally come, like the the manifold teeth or the tap on the back of your neck? Uh, the tap on the back of my neck. Yeah, you have a tap on the back of your head. <laughs> Is it a tap? <laughs> Was it not? There is a tap in the back of your neck, yeah, for some reason. And, uh, and it's definitely a tap because I remember there being something. I thought it was like just a, like a, oh, it was a spout, wasn't it? Or a kind of like a valve. Wasn't it a valve? Well, sure, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I just tap, had, I, I had, I, yeah. I had visions of a kind of like that. literally a tap. But um, yeah, it's a little font that that builds up pressure and then it can sort of spout out, I think, at points. Yes, yes, yes. But didn't happen on, on a stag do. It didn't happen on a stag do. No, that was an entirely different thing. No, so just mainly the things like um, my, like the fact that I split the side of my head open. Yeah. And, um, you know, that I lost an ankle. Those sort of things. Yeah. Are, are what I, I attribute to the, the stag Mislaid. Well, you know, you just sort of. You, the last thing I remember is running to jump over a bus stop and then I wake up without an ankle. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you I, I don't... around for it. Had a look around. It wasn't yeah. in the room. Um, yeah. Actually, one of the lads brought... You know the way uh, if you if you pull a tooth... That's not right. Hold on. What am I... <laughs> say? If you lose a tooth... No, if you lose... If you lose a digit, like a finger or a toe or something, if they keep it on ice, they can usually reattach yeah. it. Yeah, Not yeah. so much with a tooth. I mean, God, no, you wouldn't want to do that at all. Like with the amount of teeth, when you lose no, a tooth, no, no. it's a miracle. You don't want to oh, shove it back in there. It's a gift. But uh, your man, one of the lads, Cyril, on the stag do, he was having yeah. a look around and he thought he found what was um, my ankle. And he grabbed it, threw it in a bucket of ice and brought it in. And it was just, it was the end of a chicken fillet roll. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Still there to this day? Well, they, they stuck it in. Yeah. They stuck it in because it's all they had. Um, but it was, yeah, it's not great. You know, I'm a little bit off balance, I have to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the stag do went. You do get all those dogs following you around the place. <laughs> it's so great. Pros and it's, cons. No, it is. And like, it is a great, um, it's a great conversation starter. You know, if I'm in the park walking um, my, my dog uh, and, you know, I'll have kind of like the Pied Piper had all the kids running after him. I'll have a stream of dogs running after me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's a great way to meet people. But in terms of um, actual balance and moving around the place, not so you good. strike up a conversation while their dog is just chewing on your ankle. <laughs> oh, how's it going? Is this your little fella, is it? Grand day for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? <laughs> he's adorable. Sharp Big teeth. teeth he has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's cut through the skin there. Yeah. You don't seem too concerned. 
Very yeah. good. So um, how did you get the gun? Uh, your man gave it to me. <laughs> he was like, well... I'm, he's shutting up shop, you see. Like, he's uh, he's coming to the end and he's had a good run of it. You know, he's um, he's been running that shooting range since he was in his 20s. You know, and he's, he's pushing 80 or 90 now at this stage. And he's wow. like, listen, I'm packing it in. The business isn't there anymore. People aren't coming to ranges to shoot anymore. They're just going into the, the forest and setting up their own targets. Really? And I said, oh, that's awful, isn't it? You know, um, Sarah, and it was... Was it Cyril? No, no, no. Cyril's no, no. my mate. This fella's yeah. name was Cedric. That's why it was similar. So it was a oh, C. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, and he just handed to me just a big, uh, like a bolt-action rifle. Just said, take that home there with you. Yeah, yours to keep. I mean, was he was just trying to get rid of them. Yeah, he said it was, um, it, it, it's getting pretty hot around here at, at the moment, and I need this to lay low, is what he said. Yeah. So you can take that home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been used in a couple of things, maybe. Yeah, he, he wrapped it. It was in a kind of uh, plastic sheeting and um, buried out the back. And he said, just take that home with you, will you? And I said, sure, yeah, whatever you need, Cedric. <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever so it you wasn't need. the one you had used. It was just... No, the one I'd used was just a little pistol. You know, this oh, thing, yeah. you know, it looked like um, it, was a, it was a bolt action sniper is what this one is. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, it could do a bit of damage, I'd say. But listen, it's a gun, you know, I have it here behind me in in the truck. And I suppose if I'm ever how many times, stuck... Mm-hmm. How many times has it gone off by accident so far? Well, twice by accident and once yeah. because I was curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so I was in just... In what order was it? Uh, accident, curious accident. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second, did that gun just go off? Yeah. Bang, oh, it did, yeah. I better it not did, let yeah, that go off did. again. Bang, and it did yeah. again, yeah. That's it, yeah. But nobody injured. Nobody injured, but um, a fierce hole in the side of the truck now. So it's just in the cab, and it's, it's, thankfully it didn't ruin the, yeah. the window, but it's freezing now in the cab. It's bitter. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I am bitterly cold. The wind is whistling right, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is in the summer now, so... It's still very cold at night, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it gets around to winter... You know, I'm sleeping here, and I've, I've done what I can. Like, I've, I've stuffed... I've stuffed my um, socks into the hole. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, my socks smell like chicken fillet roll as well. So they end up getting pecked apart by, by the local wildlife, the birds and stuff. So they don't last long. There's either. a fella I know had a similar situation and um, he he tried to plug up the bullet holes with more bullets. Oh, yeah. More bullets. Yeah, he fired the gun again. He was like, oh, there's a hole there now. I'll need to put a bullet in that. It's exactly bullet size. So if I put a bullet in and get it just right, with just the right amount of uh, propulsion behind it, it'll fill that hole. But no, he was just firing more and more holes into his car. Well, I mean, he's right in a way that like for a split second, it probably did fill the hole. You know, if he was able to hit it dead on. It did. It probably filled the circumference of the hole. But then, you know, it's going to go straight through. Yeah. yeah. On it went. And, uh, you know, he's doing he, life now for that. He's too, I was wondering, I was going to say, yeah. where was he Where was he trying to fix the the? He was parked car. outside a bank. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That'll do it. You can't do that, you see. Yeah. See, I, I mean, I he had, just robbed the bank. But oh. on the way out, uh, the, you know, somebody shot at him, left right. a hole in his car. He's like, I'll need to plug that up. And uh, <laughs> why did he feel he needed? Because that's, I suppose, that's where another bullet could get in. Well, he didn't want to lose money on the car because it was oh, a rental. Right. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know, yeah, and he hadn't paid for the full insurance, so he was like, "Oh Jesus, I'm gonna get stung for this. Me for this now." Yeah, because it had happened to him before, where he went down, uh, hired Who a car. Who is this? Who is this fellow, by the way? 
Oh, this is uh, Mad uh, Terry Johnson. Mad Terry Johnson. Ah, yes. Yeah. Oh, he was a. He used to be a wrestler at some point, wasn't he? He was, yes, uh, under the name Sane Terry Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, so he he robbed a bank previously, uh, but he dinged up the car on the way back, and they took the whole. They took all the money. Well, they robbed him. Then it was a double robbery that day. It's in the terms and conditions. If you rob a bank with they this get car, whatever money's in the car. Yeah, we're taking it. Yeah. Wow. So this week, we thought we'd tackle something that you know a little bit about, and I would be less au fait with, I'd have to say. Oh, I um, uh, Yeah, I don't know about that, but... Well, I mean, you're with your jacket, uh, you have yeah. velour jacket and stuff, so you have, you've dabbled in it, you know? And yeah. I have to say that some of my... Um, while I've made some of my clothes, I doubt that they, they count as fashion, which is the topic that we're going to tackle this week is yes. fashion. And yeah, the history where does it of come from? Where is it going? Who's got it? Who hasn't who, got it? Who uh, were the big players? Yeah. Who were the big losers? Yes. And that's the thing, you know, for for every uh, Yves Saint Laurent and uh, Calvin Klein, you know, yeah. there's there's history's losers as well. There's a loser who designed a jacket. Yves that, Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent, Calvin Laurent. Yeah, absolute idiots, the pair of them. Just went into business together. Yeah. They made they put pants on arms and they put jackets on legs and it just didn't work out for them. No. Those sort of characters, you know. So um where where along the kind of timeline of history did fashion first rear its yes. head? It might surprise you to find out that before a thousand years ago, uh there was no such thing as fashion. People just mm. uh stuck anything on them. Anything they were they were passing, they were just like, "This is grand. I'll, I'll just wear this." Just what whatever was passing. So if yeah. if there was an animal or or sort People of like would, a, yeah, would have a, a another row person of hedgehogs around their waist, yeah, uh, hiding their stones, stones. Uh, you know, a fellow would just weather. Sometimes weather. There's a there was a guy. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Francis of Assisi. Uh, mm. He used to just uh, stand behind a tree and uh, like couldn't move the tree. It was too big. So yeah. that, but that was his clothing. So he would just kind of shuffle to the other side of it whenever somebody was coming around and talk to and, talk at you from behind it. Yeah, and sure. Then he, you know, the only way he was able to sort of move from that tree, he ended up sort of building a bit of a forest. You know, yes. and some of the biggest, um, some of the biggest forests across Europe were actually because Francis of Assisi spent a lot of time there and yeah. the only way he could get around was by planting a tree, waiting for it to mature and then he could move a couple of feet down the way. Waiting, yeah, 30 years for it to mature <laughs> and, <laughs> and then diddly diddly he could run behind the next one. You know, it made yeah. that little um, uh, xylophone sound that you sure. get in cartoons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a diddly diddly dee. Yeah, a diddly that's diddly right. diddly dee, yeah. <laughs> And off you um, would go. So that was that was a thousand years ago. So up until then, yeah. really, um, you know, it was whatever. And it wasn't that people weren't stylishly dressed, but the idea of of collective fashion and design and stuff just wasn't part of the the human experience. Yeah, as such, you um, may have seen like uh, drawings of Roman mm. senators wearing what looked like bed sheets. And the reason yes. is because they were bed sheets. They were bed sheets. They exactly. would just be like, get out of the bed. Uh, I don't. I have no clothes. Well, take the sheets with you, and they and they did. And um, they did uh, very often. Off yeah. they would go to the forum. 
And, it's the uh, same with the uh, the Roman the Roman soldiers. So um, yeah. you know, a lot of them may have looked like they had brushes on their head, mm-hmm. and that was because they had just literal just brushes, just brushes, grab brush, stuck just it grab, on the head. Grab, yeah, and there weren't enough to go round. Obviously, you yeah. know, um, it's raining so, out there. You'll need a hat. Well, I what don't have you have got? Hat. I've got a brush. I'm on the way out. I'm yeah. in the kitchen. What's that? I'll, I'll use that. So they'll yeah. grab the brush and head out, stick it on their head, yeah. uh, upside down, and let the the follicles of the hair of the hair not the hairbrush but the follicles of the brush sort of absorb yeah. some of the rain. Yeah, and uh, you know it didn't work. But uh, didn't work. No, <laughs> no, no. But, uh, no yeah, not. yeah. They 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 stuck with it. They did. Um, so then there was uh, then there was an enlightening mm. somewhere. Around the time, I think, of King Arthur. Around the time that he pulled the sword out of the stone. Yes. So it was around that time uh, that uh, he thought, you know what? I've gotten this sword now. I'm the king. I need something stylish. Mm. You know? At first, he he was like, are you using this rock now that I've taken the sword out of it? Do you mind if I take it uh, as an old Gansey? And uh, they... Because there's a little hole in the top. Little hole in the top. I could probably get like a couple of fingers in there, wear it as a glove. And um, they were like, no, no, you you won't manage it, Arthur. (laughs) Well, well, the thing is, they said that, but he, for a couple of weeks, King Arthur went around with a big rock on his hand. Well, you say, I mean, he said, I'm going around with a rock on my hand, but he was... He was, he happened to be where the rock initially was the whole yeah. time. Anytime anyone would see them, he would be like, oh yeah, I just came back uh, just to <laughs> check on, on the place. I've still got the rock here that I'm wearing as a glove and it's going great for me. But yeah. uh, just, just dropping back in, I'll be heading out again soon. <laughs> yeah. Or he'd yeah. say to them, uh, you know, if there was any passing um, followers, he'd say, listen, oh, if you're going, because I could if I wanted to, but if you're grabbing some food... You know, yeah. if you could bring me back like a leg of lamb or something, that would be much appreciated. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Now, I could obviously go, but I just, I'm just back and I forgot to eat. And sword in one hand, rock in the other, he would struggle to even eat a leg of lamb. Oh, yeah. Well, if they did come back with food, obviously they would sort of foist it into his mouth. Yeah. Just foist it into my mouth there. Is what he'd say. And that's, say. you know, that's one of his... You know, one of his most famous sayings, of course. He It became like a catchphrase for him. Which, after a while, didn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, he would say it before battles and stuff, like, to, yeah. his, to his army, you know, just foist it into my mouth, he would shout. And yeah. they would, they'd be kind of confused <laughs> as they were, as they yeah, were they wandering off into the battle. Yeah. And sometimes he would try and collectively use it as well, you know. Let's make sure they foist themselves into all of our mouths. Yeah. You know, and... The, the the soldiers knew when to cheer yeah just because of the cadence it's they knew the, there was a the gap cadence, they knew they yeah. should Merlin cheer Merlin would be behind him kind of waving his big staff <laughs> and like right come on now give it, give it, a, Mer- give it a cheer now lads Mer- <laughs> Merlin would finished. lift lift up a little sign saying applause behind yeah. him yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know and just sort of have some fairy dust on it and let it sort of sparkle and mm. people would would cheer and um, and then they'd head off you know because that's that's what they do. They cheer and head off and try and foist. That's why they lost a couple of their their oh biggest God, yeah. battles is because yeah. they they tried to approach the army mouth first. Yeah, mouth first, and try and to to cajole the the opposition. They tried to cajole 
they tried to cajole the French into their mouths at one point. They sort of walked yeah. towards them and they, they sort of lay down and they, you know, said, step into my mouth here. Some of them, a uh, few lads were lost uh, on the kind of like, well, if I can't get them into my mouth, I'll take some of their equipment. And they, you know, the arrows <laughs> yeah. would be flying down and they were like, here we go. <laughs> Jumping and they were jumping like salmon. Open. Yeah, yeah. Just the- lobbing the gob <laughs> on the end of these um on the end of these arrows that were flying yeah. down. Spears. Oh, you're gonna wave a spear at me. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away dead. Yeah. Yeah, like very often the spears were missing their mark, but um and they that's why there was an unnatural hit rate. Uh, against the the Arthur armies is because you know normally if you're firing a bunch of arrows indiscriminately you're gonna miss you oh, know eighty percent of them yeah but there was nearly a ninety ninety five percent hit rate and straight yeah. through the noggin <laughs> yeah 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 few of them you know kind of got used to it oh yeah like built up a kind of um, callus at the back of their throat <laughs> that they could they could take a few arrows. And they'd just be sticking out of their mouths as they charge towards the enemy. Yeah, and that's terrifying now. You know, and that really did work. Yeah, but in truth, it was probably Merlin did most of the work. Like, the lads would be just <laughs> running about the place, arrows sticking out of the mouths, and Merlin would be like, right, this is another one for me, is it? And bring down a wall of fire against the opposing army. Yeah, and and there was a, a point where Merlin just stopped listening for his turn to join the battle. Do you know, like, first couple of battles, Arthur was saying, hold back there, Merlin, I'm sending in the infantry. Yeah. And it was a slaughter. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. after watching that a couple of times, Merlin just sort of wandered off. As soon as the, as soon as um, the Arthur army charged, he was like, well, I'm going to get in here because yeah, <laughs> they're just, not going to last long. Let me get ahead of them. But, of course, Arthur then started fashion. Well, he did, yeah. And it was kind of... Um, it was accidental. So um, after a couple of battles where um, the infantry were essentially useless and Merlin was the thing to fear, he decided he was going to dress all of his soldiers like Merlin. So yeah. th- it became the first ever fashion trend was to, uh, to, to copy Merlin's look. So, you know, yeah. they, would, they would all, they would wear like gowns with um, sort of like tassels. Stars on them. Stars, moons, big hats. Moons, big hats. Uh, They'd all carry a little wand A little wand, yeah Uh, Some (laughs) fake beards went round You know, there was an awful shortage On, uh, you know, like Horse tails And and wool was the next one Uh, Just bits of stick Yeah, the the quality of the beard really dipped The further back into the army you'd look They put their prime beards at the very front Oh yeah They'd put the ones that looked natural or the ones that, you know, they could grow themselves. Yeah. And then behind the the self-grown beards, there would be the ones that could afford a good horse hair yeah. or a, a nice, even a, a sheep's wool or something. And then behind that, it was just... Uh, Sir loose. Gawain with like a bunch of sprouts sellotaped to his face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or... Uh, or one of the lads just with like curtains, just the end of his doily curtains sort of yeah. dangling off his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his uh, mother behind him saying, I need those back now. You Give said you wouldn't get curtains. them dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in uh, a terrible state. You haven't even yeah. entered the battle yet and look at them. 
<laughs> Look at the state of them. Did you eat your breakfast with your beard on? I told you not to eat with them. So those sort of things. And um, and yeah, it became it became something of a fashion statement. And it was very useful in the battles, obviously, as well, because then, you know, the, the armies didn't Looks know. like everyone's Merlin. Every, if everyone's Merlin, then, you know, they would they wouldn't take the chance and they'd stop attacking. Yeah, I mean, we just can't tell. Like, previously, of course, they were like, well, the rest of the army is simple <laughs> to deal with. Let's just try and get Merlin because he's yeah. the one that does it. But then as soon as everyone's Merlin, you don't know who yeah. to uh, who to attack anymore. No, no, you don't. Um, now, you might make the argument, well, only one of the tiny ones is firing actual yeah. fire out of it. Yeah, and that, that might be true. That might be true. But, you know, back then they didn't have, they just didn't have the, the wherewithal and the tactical nous to make that call. A lot of the lads would have their ones on fire. So that was... <laughs> That was a decoy. Uh, yeah, like little sparklers. Sparklers, um, just a stick w- uh, that's on fire. That I mean, it wouldn't last long. You know, they would be no, screaming no, no. from their burning hand. But sure. uh, And they were also but, running and it wasn't going to keep lit if they're running in with with tiny, tiny wands on no. fire. Uh, yeah, it depends on the size of the it's thing. Like running with a match. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you just have a, like a safety match, no, that's not going to... That's not going to last. You know, of course, the the uh, Lancelot was straight in with one of those relighting birthday candles. He was very <laughs> smart, you know. Yeah, and that's where, they, that's where the whole thing, the whole trend began, was uh, King Arthur's time. The, uh, the relighting birthday candles, because that became the only time they could celebrate, really, was the birthday. Um, so they would... Uh, and th- honestly, a lot of these lads were still dying because... The wave of fire was indiscriminate in who it took out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of Arthur's infantry ended up getting burnt to a crisp. I mean, as well. They they would have been goners anyway. You know, sure. they would have done something to themselves. So, But they had all these sort of relightable candles just sort of strewn around the battlefields. They had to use them in some way. So they yeah. would, you know, pick them up and stick them on the birthday cakes for the kids. Uh, of course, Arthur would... would query Lancelot every time like is this your birthday again and he was like oh yeah 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 and he was like wasn't your wasn't it your birthday at the last uh battle it's like no I think you must be that must have been um, one of the other lads uh Feldspar Feldspar yeah um yeah um what I was going to say is uh well it's too late now there's no point but I just liked the idea of unsafe matches uh like that there was unsafety matches as well. So safety yes. matches are obviously the ones kind of like a track and tapes. You know, tapes are the ones that won out, but there were unsafety matches as well. Yes. And they were uh, a tiny bit of wood and the entire rest of it in the accelerant. Yeah. Um and if you lit them, you know, your whole hand would nearly go up. Yeah. And they were very, very useful. And there was very never any of that. light because you'd be holding the, mm-hmm. you know, holding the lightable end and just trying to strike a, a dull bit of wood against yeah. the, the side of the box. And but that's probably if why you got it going. Oh, if, if you got it going, you needed to light whatever you were lighting quick because it wasn't hanging around. Because what was really, what you were really lighting was your own hand. That's true. Yeah. Because you'd been. Your sleeve or whatever. The thing about the unsafety match is that you had to hold it for so long that a lot of that accelerant had worn off onto your hand. Mm. So by the time it lit, your whole hand had just go up in flame. Yeah. And so you'd quickly use your hand to light the fire or whatever, (laughs) candles or whatever, and then try and blow out your hand. Yeah, try and blow out your hand. And uh, and that obviously was 
usually unsuccessful and you'd lose a hand. And that's yeah. why it was called unsafety matches. Mm-hmm. You know, you only had two goals really at them. You know, if you've a left and a right hand and that's that's that. Yeah. Um. So they found they were just burning through their customer base. Yes. Yeah, they were. The Reformation. The Reformation came around. Um, you know, the Protestants uh, left the the Catholic Church. Split from the church, yeah. Split from the Catholic Church and said, hey, we're going our own way. We've got a few new ideas. We're going to do something here. Yeah. Now, at this point, all of them were wearing Merlin gear. Is that right? It, well, it would it kind of uh, migrated. People didn't really remember that it was Merlin gear anymore. But, you know, we've all seen the Pope and we all know, like, hey, that fella's <laughs> dressing like Merlin. Like, sure. If we're yeah. if we're honest with ourselves, all these lads are dressing like Merlin. Yeah. So the the big hat has turned into the kind of the big hat, the big, hat. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. papal hat, the and mitre. then the gown, the mitre, and then the gown has turned into their vestments. Yeah, turned into and, a gown. And the stars, they still have kind of goldy bits stars on them. Stars turned into crosses. Yeah, stars could that was, turn that into was the only real thing was like yeah, uh, and they still have the tiny wands as well, don't they? They usually it's like a scepter now. It's just kind of a it's like a longer scepter, golden staffs. Staff. Uh, they got the whole lot. Yeah, yeah. So the the Protestants, um, you know, as is you as is the the normal way for Protestants were like ah, listen, we're not we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, uh, they said we're we're done with these robes and uh, trying to look like Merlin. So we're going our own way. Mm-hmm. So what So what did the Protestants decide to wear instead of all the big robes? Well, they looked like uh, uh, punks. That's right. Yeah. Classic Sex like- Pistols punks mm. uh, with the uh, safety pins, mohawks, kind uh, of denim. leather jackets. Um, Black denim. Rips and, yeah, tartan jeans that are spikes all ripped up. as well. They'd always wear kind of like uh, collars with like metal spikes. Yeah. Martin Luther, if you saw him down the road today, if he was you teleported through Rotten? time, you would be like, yeah, well, that guy must have played a couple of gigs with uh, on bass with, with uh, the Sex Pistols or something. Yeah, I presume Certainly. he was in The Clash at some point. That fella sang Firestarter, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. There is a theory that Keith Flint was teleported uh, in time from the Reformation. T- Terminator style, is it? Terminator style, yeah. Uh, they they said, well, okay, it, will you... I mean, we need- is it, wasn't it Luther that started the fires? Wasn't he burning a load of books? Was that Luther? Mm, gosh, I don't know, actually. Did he burn a bunch of cath- Catholic books in front of a church or something? Was that not the kind of... Um, he, he he might have done. He he hammered uh, his ninety nine problems uh, and a bit changed one on the the uh, door of the church. I know that. Yeah, I can't remember where the. I th- I'm I'm relatively sure that at some point he burned a bunch of Catholic Bibles. I'm sure. In a sure in a pyre did. or something. Yeah, yeah. So that then so to escape maybe to escape persecution, you know. Maybe it was. Maybe it Maybe was. Maybe he teleported John in time and became the dancer for the prodigy, and then later uh, one of the uh, the singers or one MCs. of the singers for the prodigy. Yes, were there many singers in prodigy? Oh God, yeah. I mean, well, not many. I mean, there was the fella who was doing all the music really, and then there was two lads who were just the dancers, and then the other guy was the MC. Um, who be like poison uh, or breathe with me 
he'd be yeah. that fella. And then Keith Flint was like, ah, give us a goal there, will you? Yeah. You know, he kind of learned English at this point. You can still kind of hear the German accent uh, yeah. in him from from the days he spent in the uh, Reformation in Germany. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, but then he, he said, I've got an idea for a tune about a fire starter. I'm a fire starter, twist a fire starter. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you wouldn't have needed much English for it. It's mostly kind of screaming and yelling and talking about fire starters. Like, ha! Yeah! Ha! Yeah. Ha! Ha! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that in any language, really. Yeah. Similar enough to your jazz days. Well, yes. The bedabble. <laughs> the bedabbles. The bedabbles. Yeah. I will remember it. I will remember it. Uh, yeah. Well, the, it was different the, every time you said it because you were scat singing as you were doing it. Well, that it made it very difficult to book gigs. I have to say because yeah. you know I'd go back and say, "Hey, I'm with the I'm with the B Dabbles," and like, well, I don't. <laughs> we don't know who the B Dabbles are. I was like, "Oh, I was there last month." Babbledees and all this sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. you'd end up. I lose gigs because they were like, we only book people we've already had before, and then I'd get into an argument saying I was only there last week and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So. Um, so anyway, what is fashion at now? What's it doing? Yeah. Yeah, what's it at? So the kids are doing their TikToks and, um, you know, they're very often like what a lot of the fashion is now is is kind of just sustainability. It's using clothes that have mm. been around because people future, can't afford yeah. new clothes, you no. know. And the planet can't afford it either. So people have kind of gone back to the old yeah. ways. Out of necessity. People are just grabbing stuff. And slapping it around themselves and saying, listen, uh, I don't use uh, this stack of shelves that much anymore. How mm-hmm. about how about that's an overcoat now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or if there's a death in the family, they'll sort of rummage through granny's, you know, wardrobe and yeah. be like, well, you Take know, a bit of her uh, coffin. this a bit of her <laughs> Well, this dress seems like this isn't getting used. And I say, if there's a death in the family rummage through Granny's wardrobe, she doesn't even have to be the one that dies. No, 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 no. You know, it's just like once someone dies, it's like, oh, great, I can have a rummage through Granny's wardrobe now. She'll be downstairs crying. Yeah, I can sneak in the back now and and run upstairs and and get uh, a pair of um, sort of lilac slippers. And you can Mm -hmm. wear them now. You can wear slippers as shoes. You can wear pajamas as clothes. Um, You know, it's the kind of the new frontier. You can wear a bag as a jacket. Yeah, wear a jacket as a bag. Wear a jacket as a bag. You can, of course. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where it is. And it's probably because um, people can't really afford anything else. No. But also it's because, you know, why not? Yeah. Well, that's about it. That's a uh, quick look at fashion. Um, have a think about that next time you put on clothes. Do, yeah. And, and have a think about, um, you know, is it... Is it really about the clothes I'm wearing? Or maybe you just have to have a little bit of a sit with yourself and think, you know, I'm I'm okay. And I'm I'm enough. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is this is a little message from um myself and, and Killian saying, you know what, listener, you are enough. Yes. Uh just wander down the road in the nip. It's good enough. It's good enough. If it was good enough for the Emperor. Yes. Um looking forward to that new cut of Star Wars. Where he's in the nip the whole time. Really, you know, some people say they're flogging a dead horse. Like, how is this a special edition? They're just going to have the Emperor in the nip for the whole, for the whole, you know, nine films. That I don't know what that's adding, but I, I, I cannot wait. 
Yeah, well, the the fans have been looking for it. Um, in in other news, uh, just before we let you go, uh, thank you to everybody who has been sharing the podcast oh, gosh, and yes. and and liking us and and reviewing us and stuff. We sent out a couple of stickers this week, so they should be should be reaching your homes. Um, and yeah, if you if you do share, uh, we have got stickers, and they're the same ones that we had the whole time. Yes, maybe different. Still haven't found the old ones. Don't know where they are. Yeah. Never existed. Yeah. Uh, great. Well, um, in, uh, you know, until next week. Well, that's what's after happening. Mm-hmm. In 1162, a man jumped to the moon. In 491, Galileo made the sun. In 1287, was the first ever Kevin. In 1919, Martin Sheen became queen. Something's after going on. What's the crack with this thing? All kinds of carry on. Look what's after happening.